With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Three days of recaps in the show notes. And let's fly through it here real quick. Friday, not my best day. I ended up with three units on the Oakland A's under the one and a half in the first five. And if it would have worked out, it would have been a great day. Unfortunately for me, Martin Perez did not have his best stuff, and he got beat early for me, and I lost all three tickets. Then on Saturday, I bounced back, just eking out a small amount of profit, thanks in large part to the Minnesota Twins cashing at a plus 120 for me. They got the sticks going this weekend against the Cubbies. Then on Sunday, I went 3-1 and one on the card. I cashed in the Guardians under the 1.5. I cashed in the Rays over the 2.5. Both of those were plus money plays. I also cashed in the Red Sox in the Sunday night game under the 2.5 in the first five. My lone loser on the card was the Astros under the 1.5 in the first five. That one was over early in the first inning. Kind of regret not playing my Twinkies again. They exploded for 16 runs. I thought about the Braves. They also cashed. 2020 hindsight there, but I'll take a winning day on Saturday and Sunday. Hopefully, we can make it number three today. few updates about the podcast here before we get going, though. I'm going to tip my cap to Sports Talk Matt with the Daily Juice podcast. He's an Iron Man. It is a grind doing a daily show like this. He's been doing it for a long time. For me, it's taken a toll of late. My wife always makes fun of me, but she's been extremely supportive of the time commitment that this podcast takes away from the family time. With that said, though, I do need to slow down and I need to get more than five, six hours of sleep. Yeah, some of you can function on less than four or five hours of sleep. I can't do it. I've been dragging here of late and it's uh, definitely, definitely been tough on me. Uh, my son has his permit. My wife does not like to ride in the car with him, so I'm his guy. We're getting really good at going through that Dairy Queen drive through though. I believe it's always critical that kids know how to go through the drive throughs They're going to be a big part of life. Plus, then I get my blizzard, of course. Uh, my daughter's in tennis, and uh, I'm a little bit out of shape from all those Dairy Queen visits, so she loves to play tennis with me and make me run around the court now. So she's demanding a little more time of late. Then my wife is reminding me that we live in a very bad climate, so we only get three to four months of nice weather, and we want to enjoy it this summer with the bonfires and sitting on the deck late at night with a glass of wine. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm going to decrease the frequency of these podcasts. Going to be false advertising. We're not going to be daily for a bit. I don't know if I'll return to daily because it is a grind. And if the lines would come out before 10 p.m., that would be nice. Unfortunately, they don't. So this podcast ends up normally being recorded around midnight, and that uh, makes for a really long night for me. Um, yeah, I'm whining. I'm sorry about that. But uh, I will post my picks each day in the show notes of the last podcast that I drop until I do drop another one. I'll also have my picks, of course, in the newsletter. And then I'll post the plays typically on Twitter for a vote during the summer months if I'm going to be off the grid 
um, and I don't expect that I'll be able to add that extra unit, then I'll skip the Twitter vote. But I would say 90% of the time, I will have a daily Twitter vote, and you can see the picks that way as well. So three different ways to see the plays that I make each day. I just don't know if I'll do it at 10 p.m., midnight, or the next morning at 8 a.m., uh, all to be determined. I won't have as much consistency as I've had here in the past, at least for these nice summer months upcoming. But uh, yeah, you can get them all three ways, show notes, Twitter, and newsletter. You can get all the picks that way. But uh, I am still on a mission. I'm not giving up on it. Last year, I wanted 50 units in profit. This year, I believe I can still do that. Remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint. We're going to have some ups and downs. We've already had that. But when the dust settles, I expect to be profitable in Major League Baseball. And hopefully, we can have a good card here on Monday. Since I'm on the air, let's do the card. Here we go. It's the LA Angels at the Baltimore Orioles. So what's the old expression? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Well, fool me three times, get a clue. I'm going for number four. Shohei Otani has failed me three consecutive starts. Yes, I've lost three consecutive bets, betting on Shohei Otani, and the other team went over it. But yet, I'm back for more. After giving up just two runs in his first five starts of the year, he's allowed five runs at Oakland, four runs at St. Louis, and three runs against Houston. Baltimore is the eighth highest scoring team in baseball, but you know the drill. If I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down with good pitching over good hitting. So give me Baltimore. Under the one and a half runs in the first five at a minus 115. Next up on the card, it's the Kansas City Royals at the San Diego Padres. So big bad Brad Keller will tow the rubber for the Royals. He has a three and three record, a 4.31 ERA, and an ugly 1.76 whip. I think most of you know by now that I dislike walks. Brad Keller leads all pitchers in Major League Baseball with 32 walks this season in just 39 and two-thirds innings. Yet, five of his eight starts this year, Keller has allowed two or fewer runs, so he's danced out of trouble on a consistent basis. Last year, Keller had a road ERA of a 5.69. Homers allowed have been down so far this season. Batting average against is still pretty strong at a 266. The Padres somehow, some way, are just 25th in runs scored per game. Still can't believe that stat with this lineup. This is too good of a lineup not to be scoring. Keller's going to give them opportunities with all those walks. Tonight, the Padres need to remember that they're playing against Royal Blue instead of Dodger Blue. Give me the Padres over the two and a half runs in the first five at a minus 120. Next up on the card, it's the Cincinnati Reds at the Colorado Rockies. So he's one of the best winless pitchers in all of baseball this season. Hunter Green gets the call for the Reds. 0-3 record, a 3.69 ERA, and a 1.49 whip. I don't like that whip. He's given up three homers and five walks in his last two starts, so he'll need to clean that up a bit. He's given up over three runs in just one of eight starts this season. Last year at Coors, Green lasted just four and a third innings, giving up four runs. I think Green, though, is a much better pitcher this year. The defense needs to make some plays behind him. That's burned him a few times. The Rockies are averaging 4.89 runs per game at home. So let's roll the dice. I'm going to play the Colorado Rockies in the first five, under two and a half runs at a minus 115. 
Then not an official podcast play here, but I'm going to be on Hunter Green to record a win in this game. I think today's the day he finally gets W number one on the season. Then the final play on the card for you, it's the Milwaukee Brewers at the St. Louis Cardinals. I like the Cardinal sticks, but I don't like Jack Flaherty. He gets the call today for the Cardinals. He has a 2-4 and four record, a 6.180 ERA, and an ugly 1.73 whip. Five straight starts, giving up three or more runs. Last time I bet the Brewers against Flaherty, I was so frustrated that I think I popped a blood vessel. He walked six Brewers in that game, yet they managed to score just two runs against him. The Brewers have the 11th best OPS against righties. I've been wrong many times, but I will be surprised if this number doesn't flip to two and a half during the day. Nonetheless, I'm back in the brew crew here. I'm on Milwaukee over the one and a half runs in the first five. It's expensive. You got to drink the juice with this one. It's a minus 155, but I'm going the brew crew. So let's recap your card for a Monday. I'm on the Baltimore Orioles under the one and a half runs in the first five at a minus 115. I'm on the San Diego Padres over the two and a half runs in the first five at a minus 120. I'm on the Colorado Rockies under the two and a half runs in the first five at a minus 115. And I'm on the Milwaukee Brewers over the one and a half runs in the first five at a minus 155. So that's your card for a Monday. Don't forget future cards you will see in the show notes, you'll see on Twitter, and you'll see in the newsletter until I drop my next podcast. But as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.